Socially Good Media presents The Socially Good Podcast. I'm John Gilbert, who along with members of the team from the award-winning social marketing agency Eskimo Soup, will be shining a light on the latest and the greatest in media communications. We are back for the Socially Good Podcast. I'm John Gilbert and I'm very excited about my guest today because Callum Major is somebody that I met a few years ago when I remember when he was just just studying design and marketing and here he is today as the head of production at Squidio which is one of the UK's leading animated explainer video companies. Callum, welcome along. Thank you, John. You have chosen to work in digital marketing and social media as your profession, though perhaps there is a personal cost to this, and that's what we're going to be talking about. So for almost all marketers, social media is a crucial tool. However, how can we make sure that it doesn't affect you negatively on a personal level? How do you feel that the moves that have been made by Instagram to reduce the, the visibility of likes? I, th- I think it's a good effort, but I, I'm not sure entirely that it'll work because I'm pretty sure you can still see yourself. It's more like other people can't see the likes, Absolutely, is it? Yeah. But I mean, you yourself will know that people are still liking your content, which mm-hmm. I'm giving. I'm guessing will sort of still give people that same feeling. It isn't the facts of people are sort of liking it it's more the fact of sort of bursting almost that they've met these people or they're going on holidays or anything like that and it's maybe that is more of like the element of it that that's what they're sort of obsessed with the likes i mean i'm sure it'll reduce it in some ways because some people might be more about the likes and it might make them reduce the amount of stuff that i'm not sure entirely on if that'll work from instagram i'm not sure Mm. i mean i guess we'll find out in the future but i know we end up inevitably judging people by the the life that they put out through social media and i take your point about sharing experiences just to get that kind of reaction but i'm also sympathetic to it because sometimes i'll see something and and i guess the word is needy somebody will post something that's really needy and my initial reaction might be oh god that's really desperate (laughs) but then i think well actually if you need that then i should support that with uh, a reassuring comment or I like this or I love this yeah I mean obviously it has its positive effects as well if people sort of don't post that then they're sort of living quietly I guess but if they're posting something negative it encourages people like you said to reach out to them and sort of try to make them feel a little better I don't know it's, it's quite a scary thing I guess isn't it that if people sort of feel the need to post that there they're posting it out there it feels it maybe feels like the cat specifically talk to people directly Mm. as opposed to just sort of posting out and then seeing what people do it's quite a scary thing because people could not respond to that people could sort of go like you say they could sort of go oh they're just putting out another thing moaning and it just be dismissed when it's something that should be addressed it should be they should talk to them directly talk to people talk Mm. to their family and friends rather than sort of posting it and risking people just sort of going oh she's moaning again yeah because that's that's like quite a negative thing and obviously it's a risky thing if people are feeling like that down that they shouldn't mm. be doing that bringing it back then is to the point about how this could be used as in, in a positive way if people are using social media as a way of venting possible mental health problems the depression not feeling quite right there as well at least it's been flagged this way in a way that we wouldn't do it before the only other version that, that we have of that is your demeanour, your body language, your facial expression, I suppose. Yeah. We don't walk up to people and, and pour our heart out because generally speaking, when someone says, oh, how are you doing? We go, yeah, I'm fine, mate. Yeah, you all right? Yeah, I'm okay. And that's it. And it's like that superficial conversation. In a sense, perhaps, social media has enabled that 
um, open free flow of how we're really feeling about situations. Yeah, definitely. Again, in terms of the the likes, people sort of post that content, and that maybe even like you say, a lot of people's mindset is, could be if they've got a lot of likes, is how successful the post is or something like that. So if they're posting out anything sort of negative and they don't get a lot of likes, that could be reflected negatively on them mm-hmm. and make them feel even worse. Absolutely. Um, so I've even found myself just liking people's inane statuses. Yeah, just exactly. So they're not, <laughs> it's a bit like they've gone up for the high five and they've been left hanging. Yeah, haven't they? that is that is a mindset I've not really considered, but I know exactly what you mean now because it's sort of like I've had friends before that I, I mean I'm not going to name them directly, but I've I've seen posts where they've put them out and they've sort of got like no likes after like sort of twenty minutes, and you just sort of think. I'll throw them like a sympathy like essentially <laughs> to make them feel a little better, which is a weird mindset. Mm. But I mean, yeah, I, I've never sort of thought about that. That's quite a good point, actually. But that instant gratification that you can get from it is addictive. We, I mean, I'm certainly not the first person to, to, to point out that social media is addictive. I mean, we, yeah, yeah, we've been recording this podcast maybe 15 years ago. I've been saying something that nobody else has already realised. But I can speak from personal experience in that as well. I mean. If you take Facebook, for example, we're at the time of year that we're recording this where it's giving you your review of the year and it's telling you your most liked post and your most shared post and your most liked video and so on. And actually, when those do make a point of only ever being positive on personal social media, and I avoid politics and so on like that as well, but it is nice to get that kind of instant feedback. And on a professional sense, in the past 12 months, I've put stuff onto LinkedIn increasingly. And when you get a lot of interaction and a lot of feedback, it does feel good. It yeah, genuinely it does, does it feel really good. Does. We've had a video go viral on YouTube. It's got 3 million views. And it's like, but check, I found myself checking it on a daily basis. And I'm just like, yeah, wow, 50,000 people watched our video yesterday. And we got 500 subscribers. That's amazing. And it's. And I'm a fully grown adult who's got lots of things going on in his life and I get feedback all of the time, positive and negative. But for some people, when that's your main channel, I absolutely understand how you um, are going to be majorly affected by how well something's doing or whether you are putting something out in the world and getting no feedback whatsoever. It's like a measure of success, though, for like a business level, obviously. Like you mm-hmm. say, and you're looking at it and you're seeing, wow, I've got 3 million views mm-hmm. and I'm getting subscribers and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing from a business level, that's why it's a positive thing, that it's sort of like it's almost like rewarding i'm guessing to like as you say if you got like a viral video you're seeing that work that you've put into that being sort of gratified and people are appreciating it it sort of makes you feel rewarded for the work you're putting in i'm guessing yeah but i catch myself like the other day i did a talk at my college about like what i do now and i put a story on my instagram and i sort of put like uh going back to college doing a talk and then afterwards and i put um, smashed it or something like that and then some of the people at work were sort of giving me a, a little bit of like banter about it and was sort of like, oh, sort of full of yourself doing that. And I sort of thought afterwards, I was like, why have I, why have I posted that? Because like they are right, you are just sort of like bigging yourself up, essentially, if that makes sense. Right, so like because, yeah. <laughs> because I sort of thought I did a pretty good job with because it's all new to me, like speaking to people in front of them and that. I was sort of proud of myself, so I put on a thing saying smashed it. And then they was almost taking the mick a little bit out of me sort of being proud of myself, okay. which is a weird subject, but like... Be- You've opened a massive can of worms. Yeah, let's, I have, let's, yeah. Let's, let's get into the bones of that one then, right? Okay, so 
when did we decide as a society that being proud of yourself or actually acknowledging that you've done something well was a bad thing? Yeah, I know. This There's is... this saying about, oh, he loves himself. Well, actually, when you think that through, that's a good thing. We yeah, should love definitely. ourselves. I mean, if you can't love yourselves, who else is going to do it and so on? And as you've just said, it's a new thing to you. Was it going back to your school or your college? Uh, it was um, Wilberforce. Yeah. So my college, yeah. Well, that's awesome. So, I mean, you'd been brought back there as somebody who was a positive role model who's then gone on and, and, and shown that. Not to sound like I'm criticising your colleagues here, no, but <laughs> I'm not. proud of you, Callum. Oh, I went to you. that same college and they've never asked me back. So <laughs> if, if you were nervous about that, if you've not done that before, the fact that you've smashed it is a personal achievement that you should be able to, uh, to, to put out there in the world. But the thing is, once we do that, we have no control over how people are going to react to that yeah, as well. Yeah, exactly. And it can take it the wrong way around. Certainly when it comes to social media in a professional sense, and I'm something that I'm very aware of with Eskimo Soup, we've been much more proactive in social, our own social media in the last two months than we have been for a couple of years. We have to tread a careful line here around overexposure and over-gratification of how amazing we are because if we're, all we're doing is post it, we've done this today, smashed it and so on like that. So <laughs> yeah, definitely. You are going to... You're going to start putting people off. Yeah, and and I've no, I'm talking in a business sense, but I guess that goes through a personal sense as well. So as much as when people um, are sharing statuses, is what I'm talking about here, stories. If all you're showing is you and your amazing life, um, unfortunately, in this culture, in this country, we only like winners to a point, and I think you've got to be careful around that. But I do also realise that that's an unhealthy way of looking at things. If somebody's doing well, that's that's a good thing surely yeah i think a lot of this comes down to self-awareness amongst everybody so if i can give you an example i made a joke to my kids the other day my my, both my sons 12 and 13 i said just because i don't post on social media how well you did in sport or how well you did in your exam doesn't mean i don't love you and what i'm doing there is having a dig at other parents who's yeah. just like my little johnny's done this and so on right and and i can look at that and be negative about those people and going you're bragging and so on or i can just set a little switch in my mind that says isn't it good that they're proud of their son or daughter's achievement i understand that they want to share that with the world because they are genuinely proud of it it's an expression of love okay and maybe they're going aren't we good parents as well but if they are that they get a positive buzz from that what the hell's that got to do with me and i shouldn't be thinking negative about that and i've been able to turn that switch in my mind now so that when things that i would see before that would irk me that would be a bit too showy previous opinion i've now just been able to see a positive thing i've I've actually trained myself to do it so as much as we need to be aware of kind of what we might post on social media but i think there's a training in how we pick up those messages as well the other worry I have is that people put stuff on social media about their child that they don't then sell their child face to face. Yeah, we have that conversation around that. So if my kids have achieved something, then yeah, I'm proud of the other achievement. But what I like to do is talk them through the process of why they achieved that. And you didn't just achieve this because you're smart or because you're naturally good at sport. You achieved it because you worked hard. And you've kept going even though you were finding it tricky and you've overcome those challenges along the way. They don't take it for granted and so on. Now, I'm not going to put that on, I'm not going to go on Instagram and put an image and go, oh, well, let me explain the process behind why my son won player of the match in his football game. (laughs) Because of all of the training and stuff like that. So it's just, it's not realistic to do it that way. I think really in terms of the, the original topic for this about how can you make sure that it doesn't affect you on a personal level, the answer is don't use social media. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, but as a marketer, that's not a viable opportunity, not just from a promotional perspective, 
but we have never ever in the history of mankind had such a rich source of market research information about what people care about what excites people what outrages people what scares them it's all out there and as a marketer you can spend that time on LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, wherever you want of Instagram, and it gives you a real idea of what people are looking for and what holes in their life they're seeking to fill. Yeah, as you say, obviously it's not the most ideal solution because people are sort of quite addicted in a way to social media, but th- the simple answer is maybe just to use it less. I-, I mean, I sometimes see stuff on social media, there's a lot of negative stuff out there and it sometimes gets me down. So as a solution, sometimes what I've done is to try and like mute notifications like to sort of leave it as a separate thing that it's sort of like I then if I want to see what's happening I check my phone essentially rather than sort of like having people sending stuff and it coming through and it be either negative or so on so I mean maybe that's a solution as you say as well to maybe sort of mute some sort of statuses oh, and yeah. stuff like that but I mean WhatsApp you say groups. The worst, the worst form of social media, WhatsApp. Oh. It's a useful tool, but when you remember of a group and people get drunk and they just yes. put anything on there as well, it negatively affects me by falling out with my friends because they do my head in. And the worst situation is when I join in. Yeah, I mean, sometimes you see stuff and you just can't help yourself in a way sometimes because you see something that you disagree with and then you think, should I get involved in this? And you then think it through. And then sometimes, I mean, I've been guilty of it before, I've sort of got... I have to say something to that because it's a bit silly. And then before you know it, you're in an argument or you end up falling out or whatever, mm-hmm. which is a, another negative impact of it because obviously with friends and that, you don't really want to be spending your precious time on this world arguing with people over daft internet things and stuff like that. Okay, Callum, so, if we, so we summarise this. It's about being self-aware, I suppose, around and the impact that social media may be having on you, finding tips and ways of controlling the amount of media you be consuming, particularly negative things, as you say, choosing what you might want to unfollow, turning off your notifications, um, remembering that we're all different, and just yeah, because exactly. somebody's saying something or acts in a particular way that doesn't meet your ideology, that doesn't necessarily make them wrong, it's just not, yeah. they just see the world in a slightly different different way to yourself is there anything else that you think people should consider to make sure that social media doesn't get on top of them in a negative way um i think as well the most important thing is just to remember that everyone's human as you say because it's it's something that like as you say some people if they're sort of commenting stuff negatively no matter like how many followers or you have whatever you have like celebrities or even just normal people that you see whether it's one negative comment or like ten thousand. Just imagine the negative impact of 10,000 negative comments of like a celebrity, for example. As you say, like with your your video that went sort of viral, as much as you're there sort of looking at the praise of it, there could be celebrities that are just sat there for sort of like an hour or so a day, just sat reading negative things about themselves, which is a horrible thing. And I think the way that people treat each other and stuff like that on social media, it should be something that's changed because it's... It's, there's no need to sort of put people down specifically just if you sort of don't like them or anything it's it's a negative thing and obviously it's something that you shouldn't be doing to just sort of make people's days slightly worse by commenting something negatively it just you need to remember I guess that everyone has emotions and stuff like that I guess yeah let's just be 
kind to each be other. Be kind to everyone, yeah. Be, be good. <laughs> okay, Callum. Well, look, it's it's great to speak with you. I've followed your career with great interest over the past four or five years, and it, it, it's good to understand that you, um, you've got a really good rounded view of this, and um, I look forward to seeing more of your work that's going to be produced in Squidio in the coming years. Thank you. And if you do come across Callum Major online, remember to be kind to him. <laughs> Thank you. That's, uh, that's very nice of you. So, uh, I've been John Gilbert. That's been the Socially Good Podcast. Thank you for listening. <laughs>